All right, new week. My name is Garrett, along with Rob Shooter. This is Elvis Duran presents Celebrity Buzz. Rob, how are you, my good friend? Good morning. I'm really good. How are you? Uh, I'm, I'm doing well. You sound like you have a little cold. You're I think t- I have a little bit of sinuses today, a little little allergy maybe, but I took a Sudafed, and my sinuses will pop open like my mouth in two <laughs> minutes, maybe 20 minutes. Well, uh, a lot has <laughs> gone on since we talked last week. I mean, first... Many deaths. Yeah, this has been a bad, bad week for, for, for celebrities and um, a really sad week. So one of the big stories at the moment that nobody's talking about yet, but they will be in a couple of days, is that People magazine has hit newsstands or it's about to hit newsstands. And normally People magazine is almost a historical document that travels through time and lets us know what was the moment, what was happening that week right. in history. You look back, we see Michael Jackson's death, we see the World Trade Center, we see a great happy weddings. This week... People magazine has decided not to go with the legendary David Bowie's death. And instead, they've gone with the Netflix murder drama instead. And Stephen are, Avery? Yeah, people are outraged that Bowie's a little chip in the corner and the main cover is Netflix. And I think that maybe maybe this week they won't regret it. But I think in a couple of weeks, looking back, they'll be like, that was a bad choice. Stephen Avery over David Bowie? Bowie. This oh. is their rationale. This is their rationale. So I spoke to a couple of editors at the magazine they did tell me yes people magazine is that sort of magazine that covers history covers celebrity but right. it's also a business and it really is a business before it's anything else and they think that bowie is so saturated that if they put bowie on the cover of people which let's remember is still a very uh, middle america magazine i right. mean that with the best respect there they think that there's so much bowie he's on the cover of ew he's on the cover of the hollywood reporter he's on the cover of time magazine they think that it might not sell so they are banking on Netflix uh, murder <laughs> over Bowie. And this one gets even worse. Uh, how could it get worse? It gets worse. The following week, um, they're talking about doing a Celine Dion cover because her husband just died. So no Bowie on the cover, but Celine Dion does get the cover. I don't know about She gets this. the cover, but her husband passed Well, over. this is a little trick of magazines. I used to be the executive editor of uh, OK do Magazine. Tell. Do tell. Men do not sell magazines. Women do. So Why? Women buy magazines, so 80% of sales for weekly magazines, The Inquirer, In Church, Us Weekly, are women. Um, and women like to look at other women. And men look at women too, so women are the sweet spot. When Owen Wilson tried to kill himself, remember when he tried to right. commit suicide? The cover of Us Weekly was Kate Hudson's Nightmare, and it was a picture of Kate. So at the magazine, you always make the story about the woman's point of view. So do you think that's why maybe David Bowie, not necessarily because of the death and the popularity of uh, had a, uh, making a murderer with Stephen Avery, but the fact that Steve, the, the, that drama, normally those dramas, those murder-type drama plot lines are more female gear-oriented. Yeah, I think so. I mean, they could have told Bowie's death through his wife's eyes. She's right. a very famous supermodel, but I think I think the saturation saturation is really the truth there. But I think we are going to see a Celine Dion cover next week, and I don't know. I mean, I know that the weekly magazines we make fun of them, but people is still people. It's like right. such a historic, respected fantastic magazine. I have friends that work over there. They really are the best. I just think that it should have been Bowie's week. We do have a little bit of good news about Bowie, though. Yes, let's do We have found out, and nobody's reporting this yet, but the Grammy Awards... They're going to do a massive, massive Bowie tribute. Really? Remember when Whitney died, literally the day before, they pulled together Jennifer Hudson to sing I Will Always Love You. That was, so a, that was a moment. Back, uh, unbelievable. I just saw her in the colour purple How on Broadway. She is fan 
fantastic. The whole show is fantastic. I saw the color purple with Fantasia. I, now she's not playing the Fantasia role. Okay, so she's playing the secondary role, which is a little weird to see such a big star in the secondary role. But she was fantastic. But back to Bowie, the people that they're looking at to sing his songs. All right, at the Grammys, I'm hearing three list. big names. I'm hearing Madonna. Now, wow. Let's let me tell you why this. Where's the tie-in with Madonna and David Bowie? If there wasn't for Bowie, they wouldn't be Madonna. Let me explain why. Bowie is argued to be the first self-conscious artist. What that means is that he wasn't just interested in how he sounded; he was interested in the look, the right. video, what he wore, how his hair looked. And I think Madonna really learned from Bowie that if you want to be a superstar, you have to. Not always, not Adele, but if you're Madonna, you have to have the image. I think many people liked Madonna for the image rather than just the voice. Right. And so Bowie taught stars how to almost be performance artists, how to hold themselves, how to walk. He very rarely does interviews. So a lot of people argue without without Bowie, there'd be no, no Madonna. Another one too that very very much has stepped into Bowie's footsteps in this in this drama in this creative process is Kanye West. Wow. So talking about Kanye and also probably the biggest performance artist ever to become a superstar, Lady Gaga. Lady Gaga. So those are the three that I'm hearing the Grammys are going after to do this huge tribute. I just hope they don't forget Natalie Cole passed two, and I just I hope there's yeah. a tribute to her. She's such a classic. There, there has to be, but but again, they like the. I I'm convinced they like the drama of not you know overshadowing. Then everyone's talking about right. it, and but um uh, with Lady Gaga too. I mean, well, but, she, but, she had a she had a big week last week too with the Golden Globe. Absolutely. I mean, I, I had I had reporters in the room. There's very very little applause when she won. So we all saw that gif of her bumping right. into Leo. Total accident funny there's no drama there people are gonna say i love how everyone assumed the story yeah it's there's no drop she just is clumsy and the, the, the room is packed like sardines and she was walking from the back because they put the tv people at the back it was funny uh will farrell <laughs> made fun of it and the fact that he goes everyone's talking it must be those tv people in the back it's, you're never getting up here if you keep on talking it's a joke that i think people in the business know and I, i'm happy to share it at the golden globes it's one of the few award shows that have movie stars and tv stars right they stick the tv stars in the back and by the time you finish the carpet, all the food is gone. So they, they clear the tables at like an hour before the show starts. So but it's they leave the booze. Booze and, and like and, and breath mints. So for some people, you can survive on that, but not for the TV people. We need our food. So they do have a, like a little buffet at the back because they don't really want the food on the table right. or on camera because it never looks good to watch people eat it on TV. Yeah, some so, roast beef. Yeah, that's right, or some steamy vegetables. <laughs> so they have all that stuff way at the back but by the time they walk the red carpet it's all gone. There's two crackers oh, and a piece of cheese left and the room is freezing literally freezing they keep the room really really cold because they don't want anyone's makeup to melt so it's really <laughs> or, like, celebrities. <laughs> or celebrities so they get in there they've had a few drinks lady gaga got up to accept her award for acting and there was hardly any applause the acting community, I know this sounds mean, they think of her as a, as a musician, they don't think of her as an actress, and it wasn't like she made Schindler's List, you know, right. she had a small part in American Horror Story, really playing sort of herself, and a lot of people in that room were like, oh, that's not fair. It's interesting, though, her acceptance speech, she did talk about the fact that she liked acting, but her music career took off first. Yeah, she went a little mental up there, like Ricky um, Gervais, that yeah. nice, I always get his name wrong, Ricky was saying... Like, stop crying. Stop thanking God these awards are worthless. So I think her, her expectant speech was a little over the top. Just a bit of dish on the on the Golden Globes. 
they are voted on by, I think, 100 people. So it's quite possible. No one from the U.S., though, right? It's all the fo- Hollywood is, foreign it's press. It's foreign press, they? but it's not the editor-in-chief of French Vogue. Right. It's not the editor-in-chief of the London Times. Rob Shooter it's votes? Really, I'm in such a dodgy outlet that I probably could be a member <laughs> of this. It's outlets you've never heard of. And... They are a little bit shady. Like, if you Google shady Hollywood foreign press, things pop up that shouldn't. Like, I remember when Cher was up for burlesque, they were very upset that Cher's people allegedly flew all of them to Vegas to watch her show. Interesting. So, so you can, like, bribe it a little bit, you, yeah, maybe. Yeah, there's a little way to manipulate the system. It is a little odd. When I when I was a publicist, I remember Paris Hilton, God bless her, <laughs> made, like, a one movie, and... Um, the Hollywood Foreign Press wanted to meet her. So she did a press conference just for the Hollywood Foreign Press. It was a room of these people. I mean, I've never seen anything like it in my life. They were like Muppets. And they all took a, f- a selfie with Paris. Oh and it felt really That's very interesting. Because you don't know. You, you, you hear them thank the Hollywood Foreign Press. You really don't see it. You see the one guy, the president, thank everyone for coming. But you don't understand the award. It's a very, very odd award that in the business is not really worth the gold it's melted into. Right. But it's it's not an Oscar. It's not a SAG award. It, it's it's sort of a funny award to win, and that's why you see people like you know Madonna won for Best Actress. Right. Like, I think we can all agree. I love her. She's not much of an actress. Correct. I mean, I love her. I love she, her. She's but great. She's not an actress. Pia Zadora. You know, this is a woman from the past who who really hasn't made any movies but one. But she won the Best Actress too. So if you look, the tourist one with Angelina and Johnny Depp, one of the worst movies ever. Would so I think you shouldn't look at Hollywood Foreign Press for for results for the Oscars, right? Even though people say it's the it's the setup for yeah, the Oscars. Yeah, and remember too, by the time they're announced the Hollywood Foreign Press on Sunday, the Oscar ballots have already closed. Oh, all right, so the voting's done. So so, so we so can't use that as like a, an excuse. It's not anymore. an excuse. It's just a fun night out. Well, let's talk about uh, some more breaking news that that happened. But you have a, a a little bit of a tidbit about this story. So everyone was talking about. Friends is getting back together yeah, on NBC. this is the headline of the week. So this Friends reu- reunion, it's not true. It's not a reunion. What's happening is that the cast of Friends are getting back together to honour this amazing, amazing director, James Burrow. He, in Hollywood, is the A-list director. He did Cheers. He did Will and Grace. He did um, like the Mary Tyler Moore show. He also did Friends, The Big Bang Theory. So what NBC has decided is to, is to get these casts back together and do a two-hour special honouring the director. But we're not going to see Rachel and Ross. We're going to see Jennifer. We're going to see Courtney. We're going to see right. Matt. So they're going to be on the same screen, but but as themselves. Yes, that's right. So they're not. it's not a Friends reunion episode where Rachel and Ross, and they get back together in the apartment. This is Jennifer sitting on a stool, looking Talking. at clips of Friends, and reminiscing about what a fabulous time it was oh. to make Friends. A little different. I, I saw Mary Lou Henner yesterday, oh. big star from Cheers, yeah. who, who, who's part of this reunion. And so she was telling me it's not live, it's all taped, Pre-recorded. it's going to be fantastic, but it's not, it's not fair to call this a Friends reunion. And we just found out too that Matthew Perry is not even going to be there because he's filming Filming, uh, he's doing a play in London, right. but he might film a little video clip that they can merge in, which won't look out of place because it's all video clips. Now, once you said that, it kind of I'm, I'm kind of like not as interested well, as well, I was. Well, that's why they sold it as yeah. a Friends reunion. Uh, 
yeah, it's not quite that. So I don't want people to tune in thinking they're going to watch an episode of Friends 10 years in the future where they're married with yeah. kids and children or Will and Grace now with Will married and Will, you know, children. I, part of that. me wants to hope that NBC says, hey, what if we put everyone in a room together, talk about the past, see how much fun they're having and let's let's go for a run. Maybe You're, you're an optimist and that's why I love you. Yeah. That would be the fantastic end result of this. If they all were in that room and said, I miss you, Ross. I miss you, Rachel. Kiss, kiss. Let's do another reunion. I think NBC is doing some type of reverse psychology on them. Not us, but on them. Uh, now, now, a topic that uh, that I think we're both very well versed in balls. Um, I, I'm glad that you are too. Um, yes, yeah, indeed. Yes, indeed. That was quite a leading. So we have a great ball story here. Anna Ferris, we love her from, from Mom's, Mom's married to Chris Pratt. Great so, couple. The most sexy couple. When they get out of a limo for an award show, you gasp. I mean, they're so beautiful, but they're also so kind. They spend time with their fans. They seem very normal. They sell selfie pictures. They're such a cool couple, and she's so normal, in fact. She just did a Friends podcast. And uh, I don't think she expected many, many people to listen to it. Um, it wasn't a podcast with Oprah Winfrey or our good selves, or may I our ask. own podcast. That's right. And so she did this podcast and it came, um, it was mentioned how her husband, Chris, once got naked on the set of Park and Recreation as a joke. And Amy Poehler opened a door and he was standing there butt naked. And her reaction was definitely real <laughs> because he was naked. And so, uh, unfortunately, this footage doesn't exist. I'm, I'm looked sure. For it everywhere. It doesn't exist. <laughs> but they all know about this joke. They know he likes to get naked. And then Anna shared that she has no problems with this at all because her husband has perfect balls. You know how it's true love? Because Chris Pratt on Parks and Recreation wasn't in his physical top shape that he is now right. as he was for Gardens of the Galaxy. He was a little bit out of shape at the time. He says that she likes him better when he was a little, his word, not mine, doughy. Isn't that interesting? <laughs> I like the word doughy. Doughy. And the other one is John Krakinski. Oh, have you seen him? I haven't seen this movie, but I've seen him. He's him. in this new movie, 13, and he plays a, 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 an American it's about in ben Benghazi. Yeah, Benghazi. And it's very dramatic. And he has worked out like a machine. He's ripped. He's cut. He looks amazing. Married to Emily Blunt. Right? Emily Blunt on the cover of Men's Fitness. We saw these amazing photographs of him literally looking like men's... I mean, he looked incredible. He looked like a gym rat. He said that his wife, too, liked him better when he was a little doughy. Well, I, I I guess I'm I'm on my way to being a little doughy. I haven't been to the gym in a little while, so we'll see what my wife says about please, that. Please, you look great. Uh, oh, please. Uh, all right. Now, uh, Rob, when I saw this, you, you were telling me about it. I was like, why are you talking about the Grammys? Uh, but it's not the Grammys. So when, when I say the artists like <laughs> Sam Smith, Lady Gaga, and The Weeknd, you automatically think, oh, they're performing at the Grammys. It's not the Grammys. I'm talking about the Oscars. That's, that is incredible just to think... Artists, because you normally don't think artists that we normally play on Top 40 Radio, yeah. whatever, are doing the Oscars. It's fascinating. So what happened is all three of these have been nominated for an Academy Award in the writing original song category. And the Oscars have asked all three of them to perform that song at this year's show. So I think um, I think it's going to really look like the Grammys. And I think that the Oscars have always had trouble with the best song of the year. Right. They've always had 
problems presenting that award. And this year, they're going to have no trouble at I all. I think it pulls in the younger enough, audience. Yeah, they're lucky enough to have three major, major recording artists. There's another two songs, too, that they that they will include. They're not going to be presented by such um, you know huge singers. But I think um, the one that actually stood out for me is the song from Fast and Furious 7 by um, Wiz Khalifa. And Charlie Puth. Yeah, that, that won the Golden Globe, and it wasn't nominated. Talking about the Golden Globes right. not representing the Oscars, it wasn't nominated. But I think, too, now, Hollywood has figured out the way to make a movie even more exciting, even a little bit more buzzworthy, is to get an A-list songwriter to write the theme. Adele won the Oscar for, for, for what, Sky... Um, Sky uh, yeah, what 007. 007, what's it called? Spectre. The Spectre. Yeah, so she... No, this one's Spectre. Yeah, this one's Spectre. Yes, Skyfall, so she won for Skyfall. Adele. Fantastic. So I think now if, you're, if you've got a movie and you want a theme song, you hire Sam Smith. You well, hire well, one the, of those. The writers of Fifty Shades of Grey definitely put the cart before the horse by hiring <laughs> the weekend to do earned it and and they got the, they got their grammy nom uh, their oscar nomination but the only thing they got nominated for were razzies that's right i liked 50 shades of gray i mean i get it i get the cheesiness of it yeah it's tongue in cheek it's, it's, it's nowhere near oscar quality no 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 the one that was shocking though is in best picture they used to have 5 movies in best picture they expanded the category till up to 10 and the reason they did that is one of the biggest oscars on tv rating wise was the year Titanic one. So they often want to put one of those huge movies in that category. So a lot of people are surprised they didn't put Star Wars up for Best Picture. One a lot of... Uh, is nominated creative for a lot awards. of awards. Yeah, creative it's like awards. Five or six creative awards, but all the major categories like actor, actress, Best Picture, it's not up for. So a lot of people were surprised by that. And there's also a lot of backlash too that once again, all the major in categories a white out a white yeah well which which is interesting because the best like screenplay and adapted screenplay which i really don't understand i think it's the same thing personally as a fan mm. but straight out of compton got the best screenplay it got it got nominated for the best screenplay but this is where it gets really weird four white guys wrote the screenplay to add a compton so once again no it, it, it's a white um, it's a whiteout, slate. as they're saying. Yeah, it's a, and so, um, like you know, not even Will Smith and concussion. Yeah. He was nominated. Yeah. Well, again, when we were saying Golden Globes, as we've learned, it really doesn't mean anything mean with anything. the Oscars. But he was very good in it too. Fantastic. It's, it's just weird. You know what it is? I think it's old Hollywood. Well, that's it. The voting for the for the Oscars is very different to the Golden Globes. Right. It's several thousand people that can vote. It's a much older voting block. Um, and I think that we have to make sure that voters represent the movies people are watching and represent America. And it's really important for me to say that. And I think that the reason the Oscars doesn't get the numbers, ratings on TV that it could is some of the movies that the public love. You know, we, let's face it, the best movie has already been given out by the public because they bought the most tickets right. to see Star Wars. Exactly. So if you're going to judge the best movie of the year, do we want a movie that's really smart, really clever, that nobody saw but some rich, fat, old white people <laughs> loved? Is that the best movie of the world? Or have we already picked the best movie, which is Star Wars? And, and I also think <laughs> the best representation for the fans are the People Choice Awards. Even though as yes. cheesy and as tongue-in-cheek they, as they are, the People's Choice Awards speak best for the quote-unquote right, right, fan. Right. Yeah, I don't even know if we need an award show for the People's Choice. Though. Let's just pick the biggest movie of the year. People have spoken. Yeah, like, uh, yeah. Like the, biggest, the People's Choice of, of Record of the Year is Adele. They bought it. Yeah. It sort of speaks for itself. Yeah, we don't need it. Which the Grammys are coming up, and we'll get into that as the weeks come closer. And I think in about a week or two, we'll make some, uh, we'll some Grammy-slash-Oscar oh, predictions. 
yeah. predictions too and see if they those come true. But a side note before we move on to uh, Queen Bay. Do you think this is Leo's year? Everyone's oh, talking it. about he's it. it. He's got it. He's got it. He's got it. He's got it. Do you think he's yeah. playing the game? I've always thought he didn't want to play that Hollywood Leo's game of going out there. Leo, Leo plays the game without letting you think he played the game. Right. So in New York, he had some very fancy dinner parties. When he was in LA, Bob Streisand. I mean, he doesn't get more Hollywood wow. than that. Threw him a private dinner. And... Um, Voters were there at this dinner, and so he plays the game by while still pretending that he does not play the game. He's genius at he, it. He's the cool he guy. He shakes hands. Cool. I think too. What he looks like in this new movie is so horrendous that when you see him on the red carpet all scrubbed up, it really makes you appreciate the transformation. So him just being out and about looking dapper, I think is really going to help. He's been nominated so many times, and I think with the Oscars, a lot of times it's about the body of work rather than the individual performance. I think they think this is his his year. He's becoming the Meryl Streep of not winning. <laughs> this is a Lucci. Yeah. This is his year. All right. Uh, now, uh, Beyonce, we haven't really really heard of her from her in in quite a while we we saw on halloween for the ugly christmas sweater doing you know very like non-musical things <laughs> it is true but i have a little bit of scoop here this yeah, is please. just a rumor that is flying around but it's too loud now for me to ignore it there is news out of pittsburgh that beyonce was seen there checking out the concert it's the heinz field and now they're reporting she's going to put on a show there in late may which might be the start of another stadium tour here in America that's going to coincide with a new album she's doing. I've called everybody about this. Everyone's been super secretive, which makes me think it's true. But no one's saying anything. But the big rumor, what everybody's buzzing about and no one yet is really talking about, is that I think 2016 is going to bring us a massive Beyonce tour. We do know in February she's going to be performing at the Super Bowl with Coldplay. Yes. And then after that, I'm told Beyonce's going to hit the road. Which is interesting because Rihanna's under the same management with Jay-Z and she's in the process about to do the same thing. She's about to kick off her world tour in just a few weeks, actually, but no album yet. That's so interesting. So I think it's go- the album's going to coincide with the kickoff to the tour, and I think Beyonce will end up doing the same thing Definitely. after what you're telling me. I, I- I really think this is um, this is going to happen. I made a million calls about this one, trying to find out anything about it. Beyonce's people are so interesting because uh, they don't really gossip that much. She has a really close inner circle. She doesn't really play. It's not the Kardashians. Or, right. like, there's always somebody that gossips in someone's circle. Just think of your friendship group. Of course. Who would be your friend that would gossip? Greg T. <laughs> Mine would be Stephen Levine. Would, like, Stephen Elvis is publicist. But, like, that would be the friend that told all my secrets. But if you can find the right person in anyone's friendship group, they'll tell you everything. Right. I've tried and tried for years with Beyonce. I've, I've failed up to yet, although I have a few a few little ins there, a few little leads. But something like a stadium tour, though, there's many factors outside of Beyonce's that, inner circle. You're so smart. I was going to say that, because this is not about Beyonce. If she's starting to book stadiums, then all the people that run the stadiums, that run the tour business, they have to know the t-shirt business has to know because I have to print the t-shirts. Right. I have to know to make room on my schedule to exactly. go. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. So um, I think you heard it here first. Well, let's make, it, let's make a date night, Rob. You and I, during the summer, we'll go check out Beyonce. Single ladies. We yeah, can shake our heads. We'll, we'll the wear the leotards. Exactly. I'll do the dance. <laughs> put the hands up and down. Um, all right. Well, that that is... I think we have a quick blind item. Really? Okay. You were telling me last night you were still working. So that I'm meant, still working. You were up late. 
You are digging deep and you came With across something. With a vodka something. in my hand. Right. And I finally got to the person that I needed to get to. Which A-list celebrity, A-list celebrity, a movie star, the it girl at the moment, was spotted in Central Park with her French bulldog, I believe. And um, she was in the park walking her dog. And she was recognized by two young, sweet fans from the Midwest who asked for a picture. And she said, no. No. Oh, that, first off, that that sucks to hear. It's not a good, and th- I love this actress. She's a really cool girl. She's the it girl of the moment, oh. and it makes me sad because her reputation is fantastic. And let's just say, let's just hope she was just having a bad day, or she just like had a she, fight on a phone with a boyfriend. Or let's just hope we all have moments. Let's hope maybe she's just picking up her doggy poop. Like maybe there was a could moment. Could she be going to check out a certain someone at the Super Bowl? Maybe. <laughs> All right. Have a guess. Say All a right. name. All right. Well, well I'll, I will tell. I could at least talk to you face to face off the air. But everybody here, everyone listening, should 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 let us know who they think it is. A lot of people text in the answers when we play this on the show, but also email and tweet us. Rob, what is your Twitter? Um, I'm at naughty nice Rob. Naughty nice Rob. Naughty nice Rob. Tweet him your answers. <laughs> he won't tell you if you're right or wrong. Eventually, but I will. It will come out once it comes out. Uh, and uh, of course, hit us up when you get a chance. Ed celebrity buzz at gmail.com. We love to hear from you. Let us know what you think of the show. If you hate it, you love it, we're open to your suggestions. You are. And of course, we're here this week and every week after that talking about breaking stories that are going to be hitting the waves before they come to you. You're going to hear them right here first on Elvis Duran Presents Celebrity Buzz. Rob, have a fabulous week. You too, my friend. Talk soon. We'll talk to you later. This is Elvis Duran Presents Celebrity Buzz.